Hello and welcome to the Foreign Influence Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Nikolai. And we are here in sunny Singapore as well. Now lockdown Singapore. Lockdown. Doing this has become our become our regular thing now through Zoom. We're not wearing masks, which is great because we're you we don't have to wear at home. Well we're isolated. Right? Isolated. We're saving the world by doing fuck all. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we just went into, uh, they're calling it Circuit Breaker. For whatever reason, Singapore has uh, decided not to call it a lockdown. They're calling it a Circuit Breaker. I it, like it. Being, yeah, sure. It, it's more upbeat. This okay. whole lockdown thing, everybody's doing it. Come on. Lockdown, it's boring, it's passe. It's boring, it's passe. It's so t- so March. Yeah. <laughs> this is April. This, this is, is a April. new month. Like, we're doing yeah. circuit breakers. In circuit April. breakers now. Yeah. Um, so we're we're uh, there's restrictions on uh, workplaces. Schools will be out for distance learning starting Wednesday. I think it is. Uh, yeah, Wednesday. All kinds of things being canceled. What else is part of this circuit breaker slash lockdown? So we so have what officially joined many parts of the world. Right. I don't. Well, Basically, you can still the go to thing- the grocery. You can go out for necessities. Yeah. And you can go get your food takeout, though. You can go to your hawker center or to your favorite food place and get food. Because it's something that people don't realize, that a large part of the Singaporean population doesn't actually cook at home. And even though maybe they could today start to cook at home, it would probably be more expensive to do so than to get their meal at the local hawker center. So keeping those open is, uh, yeah, is very important. Yeah, yeah. And food supplies continue to come in. I bought toilet paper this weekend. I couldn't believe my eyes. Like last night, I was at a supermarket. There were bags of rice, giant mountains of toilet paper. I was a little bit disappointed. I was counting for for the end time to be upon us, but apparently not yet. Yeah, you can't call it a full apocalypse if you have toilet paper. It's hardly even a challenge if you can still wipe your behind. I mean, seriously. (laughs) Well, so living on an island nation as we do, supply is a genuine danger. Uh, yep. But so far, things seem to be holding up, um, and that's good. And again, there's been this spike in cases, uh, which is worrying, and which has led to all of these. Uh, and we're now encouraged to wear masks. In fact, Singapore pa- is passing out uh, reusable masks. Yeah, and that's fantastic. I picked up mine yesterday, 30 seconds, in and out, very efficient, no cues, and just, yeah, overall great experience. One for every person on the island something like five million plus yeah with great instructions on how to use them what to do what not to do and they've been ha- they're handing them out over a week right one week period i think you, yeah you can go pick them up yeah so yeah. that's a massive massive undertaking yeah so it's um singapore which uh i think remains an international model in many ways especially on testing and tracing uh, is now seeing this um, spike uh, in cases. And so the, whole, the hope is is that with this one month, uh, that that spike in local cases will be able to be brought back under control. And their thought is that once that's done, they can loosen things back up. Yeah, let's see how that goes. Yeah. Well, in the meantime, for this episode, we're continuing uh, our march around the world, unfortunately. Uh, talking to friends that we have uh, in different hotspots. 
Uh, we've already touched base, let's see, in uh, Germany. Uh, mm-hmm. We've touched base, uh, well, here in Singapore, where we have a friend who remains, if you listen to a prior episode, Adam remains in isolation, hoping to get out when he can test negative. Stay strong, brother. Yeah, for sure. Um it's really been something else. We get daily updates from him still, and we, we're desperate to talk to him once he gets out. Um, today, we're going to talk to uh, someone who used to live here in Singapore, poor, but, but now he's back in Detroit. Uh, Detroit, Michigan, Michigan, the state, uh, rapidly becoming one of the hot spots in the United States and world. Is it right behind New York now, or...? I think New Jersey's still ahead of Michigan, but uh, oh, Michigan's yeah. climbing fast. So Keith Mernavage, uh, we got to know him here. Uh, we called him up. We talked to him for uh, a little while about how things are there. All right, let's get into it, man. So my name is Keith Mernavage. I uh, used to live in Singapore, where I know, yoga, know all you guys from. And we've recently, uh, in the last six months, immigrated back to uh, the U.S. And we're living in Detroit, which is sort of ground zero right now for the next probably big COVID catastrophe. Can you describe what daily life is like there right now? So there are a lot of sick and old people and poor people. That's the population it hits. People with diabetes, man. Diabetes is like ground zero here in Detroit. There are so many people with that. It's not. Um, it's not even funny. It's. It's not. It's not. It's. It, that's a public health crisis in and of itself. And then we we pile this on top of it, and I'm and I'm not trying to be dramatic. I mean, it is what it is. You guys watch the news. I think our governor has reacted better than literally. Because she was in, she was in the top five governors to lock down her state and start really taking progressive action. She's in the top ninety percent, and we're still going to suffer a shitstorm. What are you allowed and not allowed to do? So you can go to the grocery store, you can go to the pharmacy, if you you can go to the doctor, but because essential businesses are categorized so broadly, and also, so did you guys know? Guns are considered an essential business. Gun stores can stay open. <laughs> an essential business. I kid you not. I'm not kidding you. Gun shops are an essential business. And that is in the... So yes, gun shops are still open. So let's unpack that a little bit for people who might not be entirely familiar with uh, U.S. gun laws and what that what that means for the situation on the ground. People have been panic buying guns, correct? So I could send you... Th- three or four websites of gun shops here in Detroit. One of them has no guns. There's one shop that has two kinds of guns available. And so I was just fucking around on their site. And I was like, oh, so you guys have guns available. Hmm. I wonder if I could buy one online because you say I can add it to a cart. Huh. That curious thing in me. I wonder if I, I wonder how many of those guns I could buy. So I just picked a random number. I think I just like pinged my numeric pad and punched in like 2,200 something guns. I hit add to cart, check out. $300,000 later, I guess I can go pick up my 200 and some odd guns. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, That's America, man. That's a, that is America. Is there a, is there a feeling of insecurity 
in Detroit of people actually needing those guns to defend themselves? So my wife and my son and I were, were out walking the other day and we were just cruising around the neighborhood and we live in a relatively gentrified area, reasonably safe for the most part. And so we're just out walking, cruising around, blah, blah, blah. And you, and you run into homeless guys and it's exploded. Oh my God, the homeless population is, it's tragic. Anyway, we're walking down the street and I see this cat walking towards us and he's walking like with purpose and he's walking and he's, and he's like making eye contact with me and he's like which people don't do and so he's like walking up on me and then he like gets up on me and he like squares up and he's like hey dude i've been homeless for three weeks i haven't eaten for three days i need some food man can you help me out i need some food and he was and i mean that tone that mm. was and it was a it was a desperate tone And I, and I, I, when I first thought about it, I thought that was, he was, he came at me kind of aggressively, which kind of like put me off because normally I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I'll pull my wallet out. But the way he walked up and the way he like squared up on us and I was like, okay, I got to put myself between this cat and my family. And so I called some friends of mine and which these are first responder guys. And I was like, what are you seeing, man? This is kind of crazy stuff. I'm, I just had this weird experience. They're like, yeah, it's, it's like, it's not funny. It's really not funny what we're seeing right now. The escalation in confrontations and violence. And I was like, mm, okay. You know, so it, it, it makes you take pause. I, I just want to ask you again, what kind of lockdown are you under there? Well, so people, so it's not like lockdown, lockdown. You can go out, you can exercise, do that kind of things. They're encouraging social distancing. Um, gatherings of more than, I think it's 10 now. They've lowered it from 50 to 10. However, churches can still gather. And there's a big municipality that, um, and I forget which one it is, they're, when they do contact tracing, They're tracing a third of their infections back to church gatherings. Oh, dear. We've had a lot of that globally. Incidents mm -hmm. here in Southeast Asia, a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I don't know if you guys are religious. Sorry, I don't mean to. No, I, I'm not. <laughs> um, I don't think you guys are. I don't think you guys are. And uh, there are folks having, like, Big family gatherings, big, big there, and I guess they're like big fuck you gatherings to say we're going to have our freedom. Our government can't tell us what to do. God darn it! So they all get together, and I guess I don't know, mouth kiss each other. I don't know. <laughs> Share your fucking COVID, people. Dude, rock out, you know. So like GM and Ford are getting big in the news because they're helping out now with mm -hmm. ventilators. Are you in the yeah. industry at all? Uh, and no, so I, I have been hunting for work ever since I got here, but all of a sudden, man, like two weeks before COVID hit hard, like in New York, when it, when, when Como first started getting on TV and giving his briefings, probably two weeks before that, I started getting a ton of calls and actually, hopefully I'll start a job here in the next week they are looking for security people and especially in my discipline because they're realizing that that's kind of where you have to 
center your security. So I've got a ton of calls and hopefully start a job in another week. So, well, what security so, industry are you in? Oh, IT security. I'm sorry. I'm IT, um, IT security. And, and I, and I specialize in, in identity, um, identity programs and identity governance. Companies are starting to realize that you have to realize somebody is sitting in your network all of the time. Just take that as a given, you know, and if you can control who has access to what, then you can do a better job of keeping people out of your business. If they, if they can't get access to it, if they don't have an ID, it makes it much more difficult for them to get access. To just try to brute strengthen, you know, dig through, you know, code and try to punch into a system as opposed to exploiting IDs. So that's my shtick is I, I'm an ID guy and it has been proving out to be a very uh, sought after resource in the last few weeks, apparently. <laughs> so, I, can imagine. Um, I hope so. Anyway, well, for my own personal, whatever, I, I hope that I can find some employment just for some security. So, yeah, so, the, so the, yeah, the, those are some of the things that are going here, going down here. And, and yeah, just walking around the streets here. It's a different world, man. It is a different world down here. Well, stay safe, Keith. It's um, it's going to be a bad, bad week in the United States and especially in Michigan. Yeah, yeah. they they've said that Michigan's going to really be in the mess of it for the next six to ten days. Probably they said that it's going to probably peak here, and I'm like, I hope it just peaks at that point. But yeah, it's I appreciate it, and I, I appreciate everything you guys have done to to help stay keep people connected around the world. And man, Nikolai, I. Thank you so much, Bill. Thank you so much. You guys are doing, for not being men of the Lord, you guys are doing the Lord's work. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, baby Jesus. (laughs) Thanks, baby Jesus. Jesus. Well, as Queen Queen Elizabeth said uh, yesterday during her speech, we'll meet again. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so thanks again to Keith, Keith Mernavage, uh, for talking to us about the situation in Detroit. You know, this is personal for me. Um, the yeah. U.S. supposedly is going to go through its worst week here in the coming week. I have lots of family uh, in Michigan, family and friends, uh, lots of family throughout the Midwest, um, Ohio and Illinois, Indiana, <laughs> all across the Midwest, And but with Michigan being a hotspot, it's... Um, unnerving Uh, so joining the rest of the world in that regard as well just thinking back again to how we're on lockdown here in singapore yeah well it's it's difficult like we've said many times we're lucky to be here in singapore but i think that i speak for the both of us if i say that it's definitely scary and frustrating to be stuck here and not be able to do anything for our family no matter what might happen yeah for sure for sure which is why we do as we do. We turn to good news. Oh, I feel so much better. <laughs> as much as we can. Oh, my God. Uh, so some good news that I had. I have a link, a website that I uh, will be sharing. Um, Artist Ventures, uh, they have what they call a summary of all the various diagnostic treatment and vaccine efforts that are taking place out there. And I just oh, wow. wanted to use that as a reminder for thank goodness for modern medicine, uh, which is uh, really attacking this faster than ever before. 
so that's my piece of good news. Yeah, it's really amazing the progress that's being being made and the speed at which it's happening. I mean, it's unprecedented, right? Yeah, yeah. So we'll finish well, on that, on that hopeful yeah, note. Yeah, let's finish on that. That's hopeful. Yeah. Oh, and also, this is completely unrelated, but Louis C.K. dropped a new special for all of those stuck in quarantine. Ah, there you go. So yeah, if you so want some laughs, shows. sincerely, which you can buy on the Louis C.K. website. Fantastic. Check it out. All Good right. Laughs. Yeah, enjoy your Netflix, everybody. And, uh, <laughs> and we will be back soon. Take care and stay safe. Talk soon.